Welcome to Time to Pray on Friday the 17th of April. Open my eyes that I may see the presence that is all about me. Open my ears that I may hear the voice that is quiet yet ever near. Open my heart that I may feel the love of my God close and real. Open each sense, make me aware of the power and peace always there. Uh, today we're reading from Acts chapter 10. This is Peter speaking. Uh, and Peter has been uh, sent by the Spirit, called by the Spirit, to go and preach to Cornelius, who was a centurion of the Italian cohort. And this is uh, in the far north of modern-day Israel, Caesarea Maritima, uh, a great Roman centre of civilization and harbour. And Peter is speaking. Truly I understand that God shows no partiality, but in every nation, anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. As for the word that he sent to Israel, preaching good news of peace through Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all, you yourselves know what happened throughout all Judea, beginning from Galilee, after the baptism that John proclaimed, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. He went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. And we are witnesses of all that he did, both in the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a tree, but God raised him on the third day and made him to appear. Not to all the people, but to us who had been chosen by God as witnesses, who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. And he commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one appointed by God to be judge of the living and the dead. To him all the prophets bear witness that everyone who believes in him receives of forgiveness of sins through his name. Would you like to look through the passage and consider again whether there's a word or an idea that stirred you? Perhaps think about that more than the rest of the passage altogether. And we'll pick up together in a moment.
as I said in the introduction to my reading, um, this episode, Acts chapter 10, is a kind of threshold where the gospel is deliberately taken to non-Jewish people. And Peter needs a great deal of coaxing to get there, if you read the, uh, the passage in full. But in this little part that I read, um, we, we see a kind of hinge. Um, as I said before, I think in one sense the geography is important. Here we are in the, let's call modern-day Israel, uh, on the north, on the coast, in the centre of Roman power in the land, Caesarea Maritima. Um, and he's speaking to a Roman household. And he says, Peter says, that they have a general awareness of Jesus and what he's doing, beginning from Galilee, which is that n the nearest part, so to speak. A general sense of the ministry of Jesus and what he was doing. But Peter says, but we are witnesses of something else. What happened not only in the country of the Jews, but in Jerusalem. And he talks about Jesus being put to death by hanging him on a tree using a phrase taken from Deuteronomy that Paul, in a different context, uses very much to speak about Jesus' crucifixion. So here we have a kind of matching up uh, between what Paul's preaching would be and what Peter is recorded in Acts of saying. Uh, and then we move quite quickly through to the resurrection on the third day and the expression again that this was to some people, not to everybody, there was a deliberate uh, uh, boundary about who saw Jesus when he was raised. And the idea here, I think, is that those people were the people who had been prepared uh, through Jesus' ministry. They were his disciples, and they were the ones who were the most ready to kind of move forward to thinking resurrection is happening. To take it to the great people, so to speak, would be confusing and difficult for people to understand. Peter says he is part of the group who have been chosen by God as witnesses. And they had seen Jesus bodily. He ate and drank with them after he rose from the dead. So that's an announcement. And then the consequence is that Jesus is to be the one appointed by God to be judge of the living and the dead. Jesus has a universal ongoing role in God's plan, as Jesus himself hinted at many a time. But it's not simply living in the dead, it is going to be Jews and Gentiles. Uh, so that Peter finishes saying, to him all the prophets bear witness that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. Which matches how he opened his sermon in Truly understand that God shows no partiality, but in every nation anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. So let's just put that together. That I think we're saying that Jesus isn't simply somebody who did good things in the northern backwater of uh, Roman Palestine. But in the capital, he did something or experienced something that was revolutionary. That moved the Jesus movement from being a small group of people with a 
kind of inward center of thinking to saying something revolutionary has happened that affects every human being and now every human being needs to hear about this because we see that God shows no partiality there's no sense that we can keep this to ourselves, and forgiveness of sins is available because of what Jesus has done and this one who has died and has risen will one day judge the living and the dead Father, we've thought over the past few days about how hard it was to believe in the resurrection. And now we see Peter propelled forward into new territory and being led to think that if it was true for him and his brothers and those he lived with uh, and his family and his people, then it must be true for the whole world. But he must speak to this Gentile, this soldier, this enemy, the good news. Help us as we reflect on Jesus' resurrection, not simply to see it as a religious truth for us, but as transforming news for this world. Not least as we are uh, in thrall to the fear of death through COVID-19. Build up within us this sense in which we have good news because we trust in a God who raises the dead. Amen. Let us pray. Hasten, O Lord, the coming of the Messiah, the shoot of your servant David. Through your salvation his kingdom will be restored and peace will flourish. O God of heaven, grant us your salvation. Amen.